the child of God. But at the same time, you know, the songs that have been sang tonight talks to the lost sinner. And it makes me wonder how many have really even considered the songs that were sang tonight. I'll tell you, there's a lot of truth in those words that come from song. Most of those songs are inspired from the Word of God. They talk about the way of salvation. They talk about the hope that lies within Jesus Christ. And I ask you the question tonight, are you, are you an individual that knows that you got a home in heaven? In Luke chapter 21 and verse 25, once again, this is one of the things that I've been praying about and speaking a lot on here lately. But I pray that it will be an encouraging message to the redeemed. The Bible states here, And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity. In other words, a state of quandary is what that word perplexity is actually uh, meaning here in the Greek. A state of perplexity and the sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them for fear. And for looking after those things which are coming upon the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, speaking to the redeemed, the saved of the earth, the Lord Jesus Christ simply makes this statement, look up. Amen. It's time to look up. It's time to be ready. It's time to make your, your uh, plans and to make them well. God's people have a, have a need tonight to be ready when he comes. Amen. God's people tonight need to be watching when he comes. And God's people need to be with anticipation looking for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says here again, Then look up and lift up your eyes, for your redemption draweth nigh. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, tonight as we bow before your throne, we do so with thankful hearts. We thank you, dear God, that thy word gives us ample notice of the roundabout time when you will return and call your children home. Thy word is plumb full of reasons for us to be watching tonight. As we look at the events in the world outside, we see the nations that are rising against nation. We see nations that are in league with, with, the, with the other nations to bring down even other nations. We see it everywhere we look. We see the perplexities that are being felt and noticed in the weather department even. Lord, we know that these things are not due to global warming, but they're due to thy hand 
in thy will. Lord, tonight I pray that as we look at the situations around us, I pray that we, thy children, will find ourselves watching and ready so that we will not be caught unawares when you call us home. Lord, bless our evening. I pray, Father, for the lost that you may save their souls. May even this message tonight cause them to think of their own, of their own intellect and how that even as they know what the Bible says, they see the things happening in the world today. Father, I pray that you will impale upon them thy word. May they tonight feel a deep wound within their hearts. Lord, I pray tonight that they will feel the Master's hand. And Father, I pray that you will save them by your grace. Lord, bless our evening. Bless thy word. And Father, forgive us our sin in Christ's name. And amen. <coughs> tonight, as I, as I looked at this message this evening, and I looked and thought about the things that it could be titled, I was thinking about one thing in particular, and, the, and we've been speaking on this matter, but it won't be long now. <clears throat> it won't be long now. <clears throat> Church family, all that one has to do is, as I spoke just a moment ago, is to look around. You will come to the conclusion that time is about to change in a very dramatic way. The things that we see going to pass, coming to pass in our nation and in our governments, the governments of the world, these, as I've stated many times within the last year, these pestilences that keep coming up and keep bothering the children of God and the children of man. According to God's holy word, it's the way it's going to be in the last days. When perilous times shall come and and pestilences of all sorts will begin to fall upon mankind. And friend, we're at that point tonight. It won't be long now. It won't be long now. Now our title reflects that very plainly, I believe. What a thought for us to consider this evening. So how should the Christian be portraying himself this hour. I mean, you know the Word of God. You that are saved and born again, especially those of you who are seasoned in the Word and seasoned in salvation, you know exactly what God says. And God's Word is giving us ample opportunity to take heed of the warnings that are sent forth from His Holy Word. So how should... God's people be acting this evening. I think the very first thing that we need to get a hold of is God's people need to be loving one another. Amen. There's too much turmoil among God's people in many churches tonight. Emmanuel, let us be careful. Let us be wary of the devil's attacks on each other. And let us know that without a shadow of a doubt, the one thing that the devil would be tickled to death to do, that is to split a church wide open. You don't have to worry about a church where its name has been soiled. 
He does not have to worry about a church that does not take the things of God seriously. He does not have to worry about a church that does not love as they ought to because that church will implode upon itself anyway. He doesn't have to bring about any special causes. When a people of God refuse to love one another, you can mark her down. That church is doomed and she's ready to cave in even as we speak. In Romans in chapter 13, once again, here in verse 8, the Bible says, Owe no man anything but to love one another. The one thing that you owe mankind, especially your children of God, your born-again brothers and sisters in Christ, the one thing that you owe them is simply your love and adoration. The Bible says, Owe no man anything but to love one another, for that he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. Owe no man nothing. Listen, the greatest action, uh, the greatest action a saved person can perform is that love for one another. This is the simple but faithful saying the Bible speaks of. Because God says it all through His Word. That the one thing that a saved individual needs to have in their life is that brotherly love. You know, even in our prayer rooms at night, uh, you know, I hear men from time to time and myself, we, we pray for the brotherhood. You know why? Because we love the brotherhood. We love one another. We love this body. This is, that's one of the most important things that I want you to get a hold of here tonight is the fact that you need to love your brother and sister in Christ. There is nothing that will that Satan can can defeat when listen when we are truly loving the way we ought to love. Listen, Satan can throw his darts as much as he wants, but listen, those darts will bounce off the shield of love. That's a fact tonight. When God's people are loving like they're supposed to, God will bless in 2 John, I want you to notice what it says here for just a moment. In 2 John, notice these first uh, uh, six verses of Scripture here. The Bible says this. The elder unto the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth. And not only, and not I only, but also all they that have known the truth. For truth's sake, which dwelleth in us and shall be with us forever, grace be unto you, mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. Now, look at this. Child of God, you want to see your life blessed. You want to see a happy Christian life today. You need to love your brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. You need to love the brotherhood. You need this church. This church needs you. And we all need to be loving as we should. I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth as we have received a commandment from the Father. And now I beseech thee, lady. He's talking to the church here. When, when you see the word lady here, he's talking to the church. Now, notice that. He's talking to a specific church. 
just like this pastor tonight is speaking to this church specifically. Listen, I, I do not concern myself, although it breaks my heart to see other churches being split and tore apart. And it happens because there's no rightful love in the pew. But this is the church I'm concerned with. This is the church I want to see God bless. Amen. And it happens when God's people truly are loving one another. He says again in verse 5, And now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but that which we had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love. Now listen to this. This is especially in this day in which we live. Listen, especially as you know that the day is soon coming, when this day of grace is going to be over, I want us to be found loving each other. I want us to, I want the Lord to come back. When he comes back, I want him to see a church house full of people that are filled with love for the brotherhood. He says in verse 6, And this is love, that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandment that ye have had and heard from the beginning. You should walk in it. Child of God tonight, the Bible states very plainly, and you can go to 1 John chapter 4, and there the Bible again is John the Revelator as he begins to, to open up this, this thing of love for the church. Listen, you need to have a real love for the church. You need to have a, a real genuine, uh, a, a, a great uh, a feeling of admiration for your brother and sister in Christ because that's when God is going to bless this church with more blessings than we can even handle. Folks, I'll I, I promise you this. On the authority of God's word, listen, God says I will bless that church that's in love with each other. Now know that. Because when that church is really loving each other, she's not going to try to cause its hurt and harm. A man does not hurt his own body. I mean, you know, you got people out there that have uh, uh, issues with uh, um, their mental state. Now, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a people who have a genuine love for one another. Listen, love your brother. Love your sister. Oh, no man, anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. Listen, secondly tonight, it won't be long now. So how should we be? We should be walking in the word. Now for just a moment, stop and think about that. You see this old book here? This old book is precious to me. I don't want to come up into this pulpit and bring you a self-help book. I don't want to stand in this pulpit with one of, uh, with one of the famous uh, uh, author's books. I'll tell you the famous author that I know is the man who wrote the book of God. Listen, it is his name. His name means everything to me. And his voice is copied down in this book. Folks, I love the Word of God. I love the Word of God, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching, you need to have a dear affection for God's Word. We need to keep His Word. Romans in chapter 13, again, I go back here, and I want you to look at this with me. In Romans in chapter 13, notice what it says here 
in verse 9 and also down in verse 13. The Bible says in verse 9, For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Now, verse 13 says, Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wanton, not in strife and envy. Folks, I'll tell you tonight, in the keeping of God's word, this is the way that each and every one of God's children should be found when he comes. You ought to be thankful for verses of scripture such as Psalm 119 and verse 11. Thy word, now I want to stop right there for just a moment. But well, no, let's, re, let's recite the old thing. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Get a hold of those first three words there. I want you to think about thy word. I want you to think about how special this book is. I want you to think about how special it is to have teachers that teach from the word of God. I want you to know how special it is to have a preacher who preaches from the Word of God. Listen, God's Word is an amazing tool to be had by the church of the living God. It's old. This is an old book. This is a book that has not been outdated. This is a book that cannot be outsold. Know this, that this is the number one book in the world. God's Holy Word. And listen, when the Lord comes back, I would sure rather be having uh, uh, the Word of God in my lap than have some other of the world's filth in my lap. I would much rather be preaching from the Word of God uh, as I stand here in this pulpit when He comes than to be speaking from a self-help guru who does not know the Word of God. Folks, I love the Word of God. I love His Word. And listen, that's what we need to be doing tonight. We need to be keeping His Word. That's the reason why that I keep bringing back uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 40 where the Bible says, let all things be done decently in order. Again, I'll go back to that word order and bring it up again and again and again because there's too much change in the church today. Listen, God's church needs to stay the same, amen? That word order there is succession. In other words, it is chain linked. It is, it is something that we keep going on as the years go by. Listen, I, I, I hope to say that the Emmanuel Mystery Baptist Church is holding services the way the first century church did. I hope to say that we're able to do that. I pray to God that that's what we're doing. I pray to God that we have kept in line succession of the, of the way that the house of God is to be taken care of when it comes to time of worship. Think about that for just a moment. Again, there's too many churches that are, that are willing to throw away old-time religion, so to speak. The old-time ways. I've heard men say, well, listen, you need to get with the, you need to get up with the times, preacher. Listen, you need to start uh, uh, getting people enthused uh, and, and do things to, to kind of jolt them up a little bit. Hey, listen, it's like I told the church at Faith Baptist the other day. You want an icebreaker? I got you an icebreaker right here. This is your icebreaker. Listen, it's also called a crushing hammer. 
It is also a burning flame. And listen, that is your icebreaker here tonight. This is what I'm using, and this is what we need, and that's all we need is God's holy word, God's spirit, and we need to be in this house of God with that realization going on. Again, in verse 33 of Psalm 119, the Bible says, Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Is there any change in there? I, I don't hear any change. Is there any reason for us to stop worshiping the way we do? Is there any reason for us to stop using the Word of God the way we do? Is there any reason for us to leave off the old hymns of faith and get us, maybe maybe i got room for a set of drums up here, maybe a steel guitar and an electric guitar over there, Hey, listen, I want you to know something. I believe God, I, listen, I know. Now, I'm not against those things. I'm not. I'm definitely not against them. I, I know that in God's Word, there were all kinds of instruments used. I'm not one of those that hates instruments in the worship service because I believe God says I like to hear them. But listen, I don't need a drum with a wild beat to get you up, to get you up in the flesh. Amen. All I need is you listening to God's Word, and that'll get you up. That'll get you excited. That'll get you revived in the heart. Listen, that's what I'm talking about this evening. Uh, something that'll change the way that you look at the Word of God. In these last days, listen, you must love God's Word. Men will offer you all kinds of self-help books. They will offer you all kinds of different ideas. Listen, I get it in the mail over here. Every now and then, about once or twice a month, I'll get something in the mail over here. Preacher... Want to get your church excited? You know what I you know what I think? That church will get excited when they get with the Lord. Amen. Listen, I want you to know something. Uh, uh, this this thing of this entertainment that goes on in churches today, God's not pleased with that entertainment. Listen, if you got to get them with entertainment, you got to keep them with entertainment. This is what I prefer to get them with the Word of God. Amen. Because that's all you need to keep them is God's holy word. Folks, that makes all the difference in the world. God's holy word is the only book you will ever need. Love it. Listen. Adore it. This is God's word. Amen. I mean, when you've got God's word, and you're holding it in your arms. You're caressing it like, like the love of your life. Listen, know that it's going to speak to you. Know that it's going to touch you. Know that it's going to bring good things to your life. Because it's going to illuminate your darkest days as a Christian. Know that today. Now lastly, I want you to think about this. How are we to be since it is the last days and it won't be long? I believe, and this is in closing. I believe that we're to be awake. <clears throat> we're to be ready. And we're to be faithful and exemplary in our deportment. That's what our, our church covenant says. And we're supposed to be exemplary in our deportment. In other words, we're supposed to be faithful at all costs. In Romans in chapter 13, once again, the Bible says in verse 11 and 12, 
And that knowing the time, again, this is the one verse of Scripture I've preached on three. This is the third time within the last two weeks. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for our salvation is nearer than when we believe. The night is far spent. Child of God, she's almost time. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Matthew chapter 25 and 13 declares, Watch ye therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Are you ready tonight? Child of God, this is, again, this has been a message for us. Are we ready? Look around. The day's at hand, folks. The day's at hand. Are you loving like you ought to? Or do you have a grudge against every Christian that's ever crossed your path? Listen, love. Love like there's no tomorrow. Because there may not be. Don't you want to be found doing what God wants us to do? He says, love the brotherhood. Do you love the brotherhood tonight? Secondly, you know, as I again, as I think about this, do you love the Word of God? Do you love to hear the Word of God? Listen, I love to hear the Word of God. I loved it the other night when I went over to listen to Brother Pearson over Grace Baptist at Cerrito. Brother Pearson talked about the love of the Word of God. Folks, I'll tell you, if you don't love God's Word, you got a problem. I love hearing God's Word. I love to hear the voice of the Almighty. This is His voice. And are you ready? Are you ready tonight? I pray that this church is ready. I know, listen, there's no perfect church out there. We all have our problems. We've got our little quirks, amen? We've got our little issues. But listen, I know this. I feel like after 19 years of pastoring here, I know the people as well. Folks, I know you love the Word of God. I know you. There's the love that is spoke of in this church by other churches is unmatched anywhere. I've never heard that from any other church. Well, one or two. But you love. And that's, that's proven in your life. And I hope. And I know we're not all there. There's times when I am not where I need to be. That tells me that I'm not watching. You know what? I need to be watching and ready every day of my life. May God help us. And may God help us to be ready. Focus, folks. It won't be long. It won't be long. Let's all stand, please.